Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. The tag team match that was official by Tony Khan last week with the AEW champ MJF and Samoa Joe versus the unknown, the goons of the masked devil did not take place. And I'm convinced that the devil is Roderick Strong. Hangman Adam Page declares he and Swerve are now bound by something bigger than both of them and that it's not over between the two of them. Hangman knows what Swerve wants more than anything in this life what is the cowboy speaking of the answer might surprise you all of this and much more on this episode of snug wrestling today with me your host my name is edgar we're gonna be talking about aew dynamite that took place in canada montreal so let's get into it let's go The Continental Classic Tournament continues and the first match is my boy Roosh from Tala Jalisco versus John Moxley. Roosh is a very, very snug wrestler with a heavy hand and is definitely going to give John Moxley a run for his money. I was really looking forward to this match because I wanted to see Roosh give John Moxley the Jungle Boy treatment. If you guys remember that match between Roosh versus Jungle Boy, Roosh beat the shit out of Jungle Boy up and down that ring and all over the arena Roosh and Moxley started fighting all over the arena and there was no count out where's the count out ref I thought we were doing rules in this tournament but I guess the rules don't apply in these John Moxley matches and this match that I was looking forward to so much between Roosh versus Moxley it's off to a pretty rough start Mox and Roosh are exchanging ones and twos non-stop and Roosh is just healing and posing Roosh must pose Mox wasn't really selling anything but that's nothing new and to be honest neither was Roosh overall this was a pretty sloppy match as I expected and Mox picked up the win by submission hot Roddy the Sim Strong is getting interviewed on stage by Renee Roddy Strong loves to yell people's names Renee Samoa Roddy tries to warn his new BFF by proxy Samoa Joe that today he's gonna put his hand on a hot stove and it's gonna burn what the hell does that even mean well let me give you my prediction Roderick Strong says he will no longer be held back by the wheelchair and throws a wheelchair off the ramp and Roderick Strong has been saved he has experienced another AEW miracle because Roderick Strong is standing tall which the timing is this is pretty suspicious because spoiler alert the same night that Roderick Strong declares his miracle on AEW Dynamite is the same night that the devil appears and attacks again on the same night and I don't think this is coincidence this is the reason why I said I highly believe Roderick Strong is the man behind the devil mask this is the Renee interview hour because Renee is standing outside of MJF's locker room when here comes the cowboy hangman adam page hangman adam page is dragging a suitcase around with him why is he just showing up to the arena is he leaving hangman adam page didn't even have a match on this show why was hangman even in the arena pushing around a suitcase we haven't seen hangman since the texas death match maybe he just got back from the medical facility after that brutal match i don't know but hangman adam page addresses swerve and he admits 
admits that even though everything Swerve did to him going into his house, cutting promo on his baby, Swerve beat Hangman in that Texas death match, and he can admit when he lost. Hangman Adam Page also says this is not over. Hangman claims that he took something from Swerve and that they're bound together by something bigger than them. I did a little poll on the Facebook groups to ask the AEW fans what possibly Hangman Adam Page could be talking about when he says that they're bound by something bigger. And I got a lot of good answers, a lot of good guesses of what Hangman could be talking about. And well, hepatitis C, AIDS, blood brothers a romance angle all of those really good guesses if i'm being honest hangman adam page also said that he knows what swerve wants more than anything in this world and hangman promises that after what swerve did to him he's gonna make sure that swerve never has it and there's a lot of speculation that hangman might be talking about the AEW world champion since swerve has declared that swerve wants to be the first black AEW world champion in history so if that's true what is hangman gonna do he promised that swerve is never gonna have that is he gonna call his buddies the evps and make sure that swerve never gets a title shot is he gonna call his buddy kenny and say hey let's fire this guy or maybe call danielson and have danielson do a good old-fashioned wrestler's core on swerve and make sure he never gets a title shot ever again i don't know hangman adam page is uh, really well connected there in aw with the higher ups and the evps so i wouldn't be surprised if that's what hangman adam page is talking about but it looks like this feud between hangman adam page and swerve is not over mjf also shows up during this interview with hangman and renee and mjf and hangman are now having encounters sharing the same screen oh boy oh joy mjf and hangman have a little childish argument where they try to one-up each other in a very goofy way and i never thought i'd say the word goofy and mjf in the same sentence but here we are that's the hangman effect for you get hangman away from mjf as far away as possible please the next match for the continental classic tournament mark briscoe versus swerve i told myself going into this match that i was gonna go in this match with a clean slate meaning i'm gonna forget everything that happened in that texas death match because i want to actually enjoy this match versus mark briscoe if i don't start with the clean slate not only am i not gonna enjoy this match you might as well give swerve all three of these titles for this tournament because nobody should beat swerve after that brutal texas death match that swerve survived somehow mark briscoe needs the w bad because he has zero points no wins for mark briscoe at all in this tournament urgency in this match is mark briscoe's best friend mark briscoe has been in control throughout this entire match it's been mark briscoe all the way since the beginning and swerve is looking pretty defeated in this match swerve would try to get his comeback but mark briscoe would cut him off every time but swerve still picked up the win leaving mark briscoe at zero points and not a bad match they had me going i actually thought mark briscoe was gonna win this match and take the first three points of the tournament but unfortunately mark briscoe went zero and three mariah may is getting interviewed by renee and renee 
asked about Mariah May's meeting with Tony Khan. Mariah May was seen going into Tony Khan's office last week, and a lot of people want to know who Mariah May's first opponent is going to be, but Mariah May gave the most AEW answer to Renee and said, none of your business. Mariah May might as well say, I can't legally talk about it because she gave us no information whatsoever. Samoa Joe comes out for the tag team match versus the unknown, but before MJF can come out, the lights go out, and the masked goons surround Samoa Joe in the ring. The lights go out again, and when the lights turn back on, we can see the devil in the Titantron, and we can see MJF laid out on the floor because it looks like he was hit over the head with the glass bottle. So we get no tag team match, we get no answers as to who might be the masked goons or the guy in the devil mask, but I'm telling you, I have a strong feeling that it's Roderick Strong. Based on the last segment that we saw where Roderick Strong was warning Samoa Joe and declaring that Roderick Strong is no longer going to be held back by that wheelchair, the timing of that just seems really odd and really suspicious. Or is that what AEW is trying to make us believe to swerve us, bro? John Moxley has a backstage promo, but thankfully it gets interrupted by Swerve. The other man in this tournament that is undefeated besides John Moxley, both Moxley and Swerve have nine points and they're going to be facing each other next. Ben Makiewicz from Turner Classic Movies just casually taking time off working from Turner Movies to do an introduction for the AEW Women's World Champion Tony Storm. Uh, why? I'm not exactly sure, but thanks anyway, Ben. But no thanks. Tony Storm versus Sky Blue, the AEW World's Women's Championship is on the line. Tony Storm got some assistance during this match by her butler Luther in front of the referee. And even though Luther did not physically get involved in this match with Tony Storm's opponent, this could have still been considered an interference, but it wasn't. Tony Storm hit her a hip attack, then a surprise roll-up, and retained the AEW Women's World Championship. After the match, Tony Storm's celebration was interrupted by the returning Riho, the first ever women's AEW champion, and Riho attacked Tony Storm, but damn it, just bring Sky Blue back. Last week, I was complaining about how Sky Blue wasn't ready. She's too green. Sky Blue still has a long way to go before being considered a top talent in the women's division, but I would have much rather see another Sky Blue versus Tony Storm match than Riho versus Tony Storm. The third and final continental tournament match was Jay Lethal versus Jay White. Jay Lethal better fucking win. You can't sit here and tell me Jay Lethal can't pick up at least three points, one win in this tournament. Jay Lethal can't get one win? That's some bullshit. If you truly want to have a sports-based wrestling tournament, you can't afford to eliminate Jay Lethal. But then again, it is Jay White. AEW is trying to push Jay White to the moon. Jay White almost defeated MJF and became the AEW World Champion at the pay-per-view. And Jay White got a surprise roll-up on Jay Lethal and got the win. Jay Lethal, thank you for coming. It looks like Jay Lethal is going to be joining Mark Briscoe as the other eliminated great talent in this tournament. And the main events for the TNT Championship, Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage. Adam Copeland goes quickly on the attack, not wasting any time because Adam Copeland has been waiting 
to get his hands on Christian for quite some time. And Adam Copeland is just going to town on Christian. Who's your daddy chance in the Montreal cloud are taking over, but but I'm not sure why the AEW fans are chanting for Randy Orton. He's not even there. The match breaks out ringside and Adam Copeland had to break up the count to avoid getting counted out and Christian Cage took advantage of the space and was able to turn the tables around on Copeland and got his heat spot. Christian was selling the right hand and is forced to punch with his left hand because get this, Edge had stomped on Christian's hand earlier in the match and Christian is selling it. What do you know? That's called psychology people. We're seeing an actual wrestling match here. Copeland and Christian go to the top rope a couple times but it never looked like they were both cooperating up there. They made it look like a struggle. Copeland sets up for the spear. Christian leapfrogs over Copeland, hits a counter, and gets a two count. Copeland accidentally bumps the ref. Christian, to make sure that the referee is knocked down, low blows the referee, and the referee is taken out. Copeland and Christian both share the same idea. They both go for a spear and have a big collision in the middle of the ring. Boom, holy shit. And this is where shit went to shits because we get a heel turn not by adam copeland or by christian or anyone involved in this match it was nick wayne's mom nick wayne's mom came out and hit copeland with the belt Christian Cage took advantage of this assistance by Nick Wayne's mom, stomped on the injured neck of Adam Copeland, and retains the TNT Championship thanks to Nick Wayne's mom. So this match, Copeland versus Christian, a match that the fans were chanting holy shit at the beginning, with all of this history between these two, the long-term storytelling, the anticipation, this is the main event for the title, was determined by a nameless character that we all know as nick wayne's mom after everything that christian said about her to her face made her son nick wayne turn against her turn heel nick wayne's mom pretty much in my opinion came out and ruined this match last week adam copeland hit nick wayne with a vicious concerto in front of nick wayne's mom and that's the reason why she came out and attacked adam copeland during this match causing adam copeland the match but it's just a shame that for a match like this to end this way just seemed ridiculous cheap not worth it i can't even think of the proper word to describe this is just we're talking about adam copeland versus christian cage we're talking about edge and christian we're talking about history in the making and a character like this just goes in there and gets involved and pretty much tainted this match in a very bad way but before all this shenanigans we did get to see a good wrestling match between two veterans and it looks like we are gonna have some type of family love angle in AEW now. Christian Cage Nick Wayne lining himself up with Nick Wayne's mom and it's just gonna be one big happy heelish family in AEW. But we'll see what happens. Let me know what you guys think. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon. <laughs>